This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you by Fossil Bluff. I believe that Freemasonry has benefited greatly from the connectivity that the internet has provided. Today, curious people from around the globe who once only heard sporadically about the organization can do a little research and even find a lodge nearby for them to approach. However, the connectivity of the internet hasn't only brought positive things to the fraternity, it has also served as a fertile ground for a mischievous creature I like to call the Circumpunk. You may have heard of the Circumpunk before, that symbol of the point within a circle. It alludes to our ability to circumscribe our desires and keep our passions within due bounds. Well, the Circumpunk is no other than a brother who neglects the lessons of the compasses and allows their imprudence to know no bounds. Welcome to the Winding Stairs. You have arrived at the Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to the practical application of Freemasonry and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, and I thank you for spending some time with me today as we explore this concept of the circumpunk. <laughs> Before we go deep into the topic, I want to say thank you to all of you who have supported our channel, The Winding Stairs, by liking, by subscribing, by sharing it, and even those of you who have become part of our exclusive group of supporters on Patreon. I'll give you more details about them later in the show. Let me start with a quote. The most primitive and fundamental of all symbols is the dot. That was Manly P. Hall in Lectures on Ancient Philosophy. But let's start with some definitions about the point within a circle. The circumpunct, or the point within a circle, is comprised of two elements. The point, which is representative of you, and the circle that represents the boundaries of our duties and the control over our desires, our emotions, and our passions. If you think of the compasses, imagine placing one of its legs in a point and the other circle it around to create a circle around it. Now you can visualize the point becomes you, and that circle becomes the boundaries of your duty, the area that you want to control your emotions within. What it teaches us is to circumscribe our desires, to keep our passions within due bounds. I can't say that enough because it is important for us to recognize what it means. Now, how do we use it? Whenever you're in a situation that is testing your patience or provoking you to make a poor decision, you can visualize yourself tracing that proverbial circle around yourself and controlling that which seems to be attempting to control you. You are the captain now. Now let's talk about the circumpunk. Here's a formal definition. It is a noun and it is described as such. A contemptible individual who neglects the lessons of the compasses and the circumpunct. Someone who fails at keeping their desires circumscribed and their passions within due bounds. In other words, a Masonic brother who sacrifices harmony at the altar of personal quarrels. I want to give you a couple of examples of how this looks like. If you have spent any time on social media, I am pretty sure you've come across one or two circumpunks. Those brothers who really don't care to preserve harmony. They don't care about the, the virtue of being able to have conversations that are civil. They sacrifice all that because they want to be 
witty. They want to be controversial. They want to be provoking. Now, you do better to recognize them at a distance and make decisions that are going to avoid you getting deep in relationship with them or in arguments with them. You can call them trolls if you want. Most people do that. I choose to call them circumpunks. And the reason why is because when you think of a punk, right, you think of someone who uh, perhaps is putting a bravado, but it's still a coward. Someone who hides in order to do something. Growing up, we would call that a pitihuye, or someone that would whistle and just run away. Or that proverbial uh, person that hides the, the hand that throws the stone. You see, the stones that we should be working with are our own rough ashlers, working in perfecting them, working in removing the, uh, the excess and polishing ourselves so that we can become a better instrument for society. So the whole throwing the stone and hiding the hand, like, for example, some of the cowards that go online and they choose a fake name and they put a profile picture that represents nothing and they go and get really active in social media, in Masonic groups, and they all they're doing is just like poking uh, people and, and creating chaos. You see, one of the ways that I've chosen to or I've chosen to describe them is as keyboard cowards. These are people that hide behind a keyboard so that they can do damage. Now, here's one of the reasons why that's a problem. If we're spending time online to perhaps learn a little bit more about Freemasonry and connect with other brothers that are like-minded, we do well to stay away from anybody that gives us an indication that they are that kind of keyboard coward or circumpunk. Why? Because you want to spend your time in a productive way. Let me ask you this, honestly. How many times have you gone to a Masonic group or a forum and tried to uh, learn a little bit more about something and you put a question or you make a comment about some topic that you want to learn more about? And here comes someone and starts attacking you for writing something different. How come you're writing Tyler with an I? You idiot, it should be with a Y, right? I'm pretty sure you've seen some uh, bozo do something like that. Why bozo? Because you can be cautious, you can be courteous, you can be kind in your approach. There's no reason for you to uh, to be aggressive against your brother or be or belittle them for saying something different than how you are used to doing it in your jurisdiction. Reminder, masonry is not practiced the same way everywhere. You go to one country or you go to a different state and people call things differently. They practice masonry different. What doesn't change is the fact that you are entrusted with the tools of an entered apprentice mason in order for you to control yourself, right? Present it with the the common gavel to break off that rough the 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 rough corners of your stone. What are some of those rough corners? Is that proclivity to go out there and try to sow uh, chaos in order for you to go out there and get a chuckle out of insulting someone in social media? Our time is better spent with brothers that have proven to have our best interest in mind, that want to help us grow in our Masonic journey, that want to help us step by step to go up the winding stairs, learn, implement, and and teach 
some of the lessons of masonry. Catch my drift? Stay away from the circumpunks. Part of the motivation for me to put together this episode stems from something that I saw on Facebook. For quite a while, I have been hearing so many positive things about one Facebook group, other than the Winding Stairs, which I'm sure you've checked out. But there's one Facebook group that's focused on games, on board games. So it's like for brothers to come together and talk about either uh, video games or board games. It had a growing community. It had a lot of very enthusiastic members. And before I know it, somebody posted, hey, I can't find the group such and such. And I was in shock. I'm like, wait, what happened? Maybe they blocked you. Maybe you said something and they blocked you. So that's why you can't find it. But no, someone else chimed in. Hey, I can't see that group. Come to find out, one of Brother's favorite Masonic groups online had been deleted. Why? Whenever what the organizers were questions, hey, what happened with the group that we were enjoying? It, it made me sad to read that the, the brother who put it together, he, he threw his hands up. He's like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. Brothers come in here and they act unmasonically. They attack each other. They try to uh, sow disharmony within the group. And it is, it is just too much for me to be doing, uh, spending my time in it. I'm sure that brother has a lot of other things to do in his life to provide for his family, to provide for his own mental health. And instead of him having to babysit brothers who can't keep their passions within due bounds. Now, it made me sad because this brother put something together that people liked, that people were enjoying spending time learning about Freemasonry in. But because of a few circumpunks that couldn't control themselves and they were uh, creating all this disharmony, this brother had to say, you know what? I throw in the towel. I can't deal with this anymore. Other brothers were sad about it and they said, listen, if you need moderators, you need people in there to help you with this, let us know. His response was like, you know what? I think I'm good. That's that's sad that that kind of stuff happens. So hopefully what the conversation we're having today can prevent things like that from happening in the future with other groups that brothers like. Now, here's one way that we can prevent circumpunks from destroying good things. That's why we can't have nice things. Here's, here's one of the things that you should keep in mind. You, as an individual, are responsible for your behavior and your behavior only. You can try to interject, interact with other people and kind of like calm them down or have them reconsider. But you have control over yourself, right? In that case, make sure that you're leading through example. Trust me, there's plenty of times where I start writing some witty comeback to some jerk that is posting stuff online and I catch myself and I'm like, you know what? There's no point. There's no sense in me being aggressive to this person or being insulting, and I delete it. Now, I'm going to share a couple of tips with you that are going to help you have a more enjoyable uh, interaction with Masons and Freemasonry topics online, and hopefully you find them helpful. The first one is that if you recognize that you have been a little bit abrasive online or if, you be, if you've been flirting with being a circumpunk yourself, listen, just recognize you may be harming a brother at a distance in a way that is may, it may deter him from learning more about Freemasonry. It may discourage them from spending time trying to learn and interact with other brothers. Be honest with yourself. 
I've heard many brothers say, no, but I shoot straight. I just, I just, I say it like it is. Listen, that's a weak justification for being a jerk. Don't do that. You, you are better than that. As a Mason, we're expecting better from you. Just saying, oh, I shoot straight. I call it like it is. It's a weak justification for being an asshole to other people. Oh, I say, yeah, I say it. You recognize that, right? There are people out there that are like that. Just don't be that guy. Fossil Bluff is a purveyor of uncommon Masonic artifacts, a creator of bespoke handcrafted curious creations. Their tagline, gifts for today, inspiration for a lifetime, is more than just a catchy phrase. It encompasses the ideal that results from a lifetime of experiences that reach beyond the ordinary. It is the goal of Fossil Bluff to help you continue your experience through their thoughtfully crafted collection and provide like-minded individuals with items that invoke a feeling of heritage, legacy, mystery, and quality. Fossil Bluff strives to inspire each and every person that finds them with a sense of discovery and possibilities that exist in all they aspire to do. To see their collection and take advantage of the exclusive promotion they've set up just for our listeners, visit fossilbluff.com TWS. Even if you've behaved like that in the past and you recognize, listen, this is a heart to heart, you and me, we're talking here, right? Honor your commitment to circumscribe your, to circumscribe your, your desires and to keep your passions within due bounds. Showing the square encompasses in your apparel, in your stickers, in your car, in your ring, in a tattoo, is telling the world, listen, I belong to this organization and I've given my word that I'm going to use the tools it provides me so that I can be a better man. And by consequence, that I can impact in a positive way the people that surround me. Here's an easy way to do it. Use the compasses in the way that they were designed to encourage you to circumscribe yourself. Now, when I was putting this presentation together, I was thinking of some uh, fun ways to encourage brothers to deal with others who are acting like uh, circumpunks. And I came up with some that you may, you may remember later on. The first one that I came with is the Kirby method. Yeah, the Kirby method is that one that <sighs> takes a deep breath and relaxes. You can also do the Count Von Count method. One, uh, 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 or two. <laughs> Those who are of my age or around that are gonna recognize some of these characters. Yeah, count to 10. It is a real thing that when you count, whenever you encounter someone who is frustrating you and you count to 10 and you take a deep breath, you calm yourself down and you're able to make better decisions as opposed to just reacting impulsively. This one is one of my favorite. I call it the Lincoln Method. It is said that Lincoln used to write letters in the middle of, of, of his anger. He would write letters to people, right? And he would just let it all out, express himself in whatever manner he saw fit. But instead of stamping it, sending it uh, to the person, he saved it, gave himself some time to cool off before sending that letter. Allegedly, he would take that letter, he'll read it whenever he wasn't so upset, and he'll rewrite a letter with a more level head. That's the Lincoln Method. I hope it helps you. How can I help you? Well, 
if instead of writing a letter, if you're gonna send an email or you're gonna write a comment, maybe write it out, write it fully. Don't hit send. Give yourself a minute. Do the countdown count, do the Kirby, come back to that message and either delete it, edit it, or craft a brand new one. The next one it was difficult for me to find a name for it. I called it the Mayweather. Because in my opinion, as a boxer, uh, I'm not a boxer, he's a boxer, but I see him as someone who is very good at uh, bobbing and weaving and blocking. He's a very good defense boxer. He's one of the greatest. He's able to get in there and move in a way that is going to prevent him getting hurt by the blows of his opponent. Well, you can do the same in social media. If there's someone who is constantly just jabbing and sending and, and throwing uh, these annoying jabs, you can bob and weave and avoid them. How? Avoid reading that person. Sometimes you can just mute them or block them altogether. Listen, not everybody who's a brother has to be your friend on Facebook or you don't have to follow them on Instagram. You don't have to. It's not part of your, of your obligation. If there is someone that is a toxic individual and it's bringing you to ire, it's making you upset, listen, don't spend time with them. Block them. All right? So here is uh, the Mayweather method is for you to bob and weave, ignore, block, do whatever is necessary so you don't have to interact with them, okay? Let them exhaust themselves, throwing all the jabs that they want, doing all the movements that they want. They shouldn't affect you. I'm telling you, especially online, most of the people that can't restrain themselves, they can't control how aggressive they are against other people, they don't deserve your energy. They don't deserve your time. Spend your time with the people that value your time. People that are open-minded, that are kind-hearted, that are willing to listen to whatever you have to say and that are not going to try to hurt you or offend you in the process. Now, here are a couple of tips before I say goodbye that may help you deal with some of these people that are aggressive online, okay? And one of them is whenever you think of a response, a response or a reply that is witty, and he's like, oh my God, I'm gonna get him with this one. And, and like, most of the time, these people give you plenty of opportunities to come back at them uh, in full force. When you think about them, think about it twice. Evaluate whether this is the best use of your time. And if you can't say for certain that this is the best use of your time, then don't do it. Don't spend a second with them. Let them scream and do whatever they want on their own time. It has nothing to do with you. If they force you with their actions to respond and engage, then they are in control of you. And you don't want that. You don't want that kind of person in control of you. You want yourself in control of you. You want to be the one circumscribing your actions, not having someone else dictate the boundary in which you behave. Another deterrent for you, if you're thinking, if you've thought about responding to someone who is being a circumpunk online, um, is for you to think, is this response that I am sending, am I going to be proud of it in the future? If I come back tomorrow and read it, am I going to be proud of it? Now think about the person that you respect the most in your lodge or at home. How will they feel about you if they read the response that you wrote to that circumpunk? Think about it. Would you be praised by these people you respect? 
or would they tell you, ah, oh, you shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't, you should not have written that, you know, better than that. That's a good deterrent for you not to engage with circumpunks in a way that is going to affect you and the relationship you have with other people. Listen, some of us are witty. Some of us have ideas of how to respond to these people. Like we're good at poking the bear, kicking the, the, the anthill. But is that really what you want to be known as? Like people are going to lose respect for you if, if all that you're doing online is, is engaging in these kinds of uh, fights. So just think about it twice. Control yourself. What, is, what does that say about you? If you can't keep your passions within due bounds, what does it say about you and your dedication to becoming a better man? Hey, listen, I know the energy on this episode was a little bit different, maybe something that you're not used to getting from me, but I think it's an important conversation that we need to have because there are way too many circumpunks out there and we don't want to be added to that list. We don't want our behavior to say, ah, this guy, he's just a jerk. He says that he is a mason and he's trying to become uh, a, a better version of himself, but his actions say the contrary. You don't want to be known like that. You want to be working on yourself. And even if you've been like this in the past, if you could technically say that you have been a circumpunk in a situation or two, I've been guilty of it many times, but I recognize, listen, that's not the way for me to lead. That's not the way that I can lead with the most, uh, with the most influence. Being a leader through positive actions is what's going to set me apart from the rest. So I encourage you to do the same. Maybe listen to this again if you need to. Post this in whatever group or chat that you think someone can benefit from this conversation. Because listen, we're super fortunate to have access to the internet and all the accessible uh, connection that it brings us. But we may be sabotaging that excellent benefit by having these disharmonious interactions with other brothers. We may be creating this harmony in our connection with our brothers when we could be spending our time growing together, you spreading the cement of brotherly love and really putting to work the trowel of a master mason. I hope that you found value in this. I want to say thank you for watching all the way through the end and listening to the entirety of this podcast. Thank you so much for sharing it whenever you see it necessary. If you like this, do me a favor, leave me a review on your favorite podcast player so that other people can find it and perhaps get benefits from learning a thing or two about Freemasonry and the practical art of self-improvement. A special thanks to this episode's supporter, Fossil Bluff. I encourage you to go and support them by going to fossilbluff.com slash TWS. They've put together a special promotion for our listeners, and I want you to take advantage of that. If you don't know who Fossil Bluff is, listen to me when I tell you. You have to see the quality of the products that this brother puts together. Amazing. Go check it out, fossilbluff.com slash TWS. Finally, I want to say thank you to our supporters on Patreon because their support is what makes these programs possible. They help me put together these episodes by offering their, um, their feedback. They help me choose the kind of art that I share with you. They help me pay for the equipment and for the services that I need to use to make sure that this goes out week after week with material that is going to help people in their journey up the winding stairs. As a reward, 
they unlock access to behind the scenes features that you can be a part of. They get access to our podcast episodes earlier than anybody else. They get a voice and a vote on the topics that are coming up. They get some behind the scene videos that are funny. Some of them are insightful about how I do uh, the things that I do here in my studio. So if that sounds interesting to you and you want to help me continue to promote this kind of content, make sure to go to patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. And any level of support that you offer will be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Again, thank you for walking with me on this journey and for watching and listening to this episode. And until next time, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you by Fossil Bluff. To see their collection and take advantage of the exclusive promotion they've set up just for our listeners, visit fossilbluff.com slash TWS.